he likes what he likes. And it wasn't, I'm assuming, and maybe I, I don't know, like, was it on display? Did he have like a whole fucking trophy case of this bitch with all his yeah, toys on there for everybody to see I would think that comes over the house? That, or? Would, that would be an issue for me. Like if someone moved in with me and they had like a sex doll or something like that, keep that shit in the room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Marcus Sniffles from the uh, Community Podcast. And El Chapa, back. Oh Lord, oh Lord, <laughs> she's back. <laughs> We're back with a, with a new episode. As always, you can check us out on SoundCloud, Apple Music, uh, leave a five star review, share the episode, check us out on Anchor. Yes, um, Anchor. We're part of, we're part of the. Kids Wear Crowns collect podcast collective, so you can check us out there. You can check out Two Dope Smarts, uh, it's a wrestling podcast. Also check out the Reduced Lunch podcast, the Interstellar podcast, uh, Dirty Bird Nation Report, DBNR. They got some new stuff coming for the draft, which is which is this week. Oh wow, and, uh, that was quick. Yeah, it's on uh, Thursday. Thursday. Look night. at me acting like I know or care. Uh, well, but... Thursday <laughs> Pretty sure it's Thursday night. So check them out. They're going to probably drop something by the, the end of the week. Um, also, make sure you guys are drinking Trill tea. That's We're still doing that. We're still on the tea. Wave. I actually need some. Don't you hear how hoarse my voice is? Yeah, we're going to get to why your voice is so hoarse in a second. But, um, <laughs> you ain't shit. You know what? Let's just, let's just let's just get to it. Where, where have you okay. been these last these last few weeks? Where you oh been? Oh my gosh, I've been living my best life. You know, with my vacation nails on and everything, little unicorn acrylics. Um, well, I've been everywhere. Um, I went spent some time in Dallas, of course, and I went to Florida. I was in Orlando, of course. I have to see my family, and then I was living it up in Tampa. Shout out to Courtney. That's my best friend. Love you, girl. No. No shout outs to Courtney. No shout <laughs> outs to Courtney. Courtney is just shy. Courtney. We're going to get her. We're going to get her on the podcast one day. I almost had her to Forget agree it. while I was there. It was great. Baby steps. We're coming for you, Courtney. <laughs> We're coming for you. You're going to be on this podcast. So did, did, did this uh, vacation, at some point, did this vacation turn into a vacation? <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. Fuck it. Let's go there. So let's do it. Let's do it. Right. Cause I was like, all right, you know, I've been doing the whole single thing for a while and your girl's a little bored out here. Just like, okay, I, I relocated. I got out of whatever I got of in the past and now I'm like, okay, I'm in a good place. I'm very much stable. You know, the job is great. My hair is great. My eyebrows are great. Everything is fucking great. Let's go ahead. So Cordy's been trying to get me to make a Tinder for forever. And I was like, no, because of work, everybody knows each other, be running into bitches. I don't need that. I just don't need that. But I don't work with the people in Tampa. So I made a Tinder. And I'm going to leave it there. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Hold on. You made a Tinder just for yourself in, uh, in, in Orlando? What? You made, you made the Tinder while you were on vacation? Yeah. Yeah. So you're not going to do it when you get back home? I, um, maybe when I go to certain cities, it's just where I live, it's just too small. And I, I just, mm-mm, mm-mm. I feel okay, like people, so everybody it's... knows each other here and I, it's just, it's too small. I feel like I've already seen a whole damn city and I'm not that impressed. You know, minus one, okay. minus one, okay, minus so one. Keep, 
You, you, you keep saying you keep saying it was too small, so I don't know if there's a theme going on here. But did you get any matches? Did you get any oh, matches while you were out there? I bitch got matches. I was so excited. Let me tell you something about Tinder. I'm still related to the game, but I will say that it's just so superficial. Tampa, um, Tampa. To me, Tampa was like worse than Miami as far as the standards. You know what I mean? Like the dressing up to go wild and all these heels and all that shit. I mean. Maybe I'm just getting older and all that's past me. Yeah, I get it. You dress up and you show out, but not all the fucking time. If I'm just going to a bar, I wear whatever I want to wear. These girls, you could tell the plastic surgery and doing all that and whatever. Anyway, point of the matter is, Tinder's so superficial. Um, but I still got, you know, some matches. <laughs> mm. I met if up with one. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> how did that go? Um, he was actually, uh, really cute. So he was so cute in person. He was such a gentleman. He was really sweet. And, you know, we had a good time at the bar. And then that was it. Like, legit, that was it. Because I was like, I'm chicken shit. I'm chicken shit. I can't, I can't go away. It's, it was crazy. It's like, I feel like Loki had let him on. But I was like, "Mm, okay, thank you so much. But he was super sweet. He was a good guy. Maybe. Okay. So that one night at a bar. Is, this is what I'm. This is what I'm gonna do. I need all the women of, of Twitter to get <laughs> to get Elle's DMs and and show her the ways because she clearly has no idea what she's doing out here in these streets, these Tinder streets. Like I, I from, oh, I will admit it. I don't even know. I mean, from what I've heard, Tinder's pretty much the the way to go as far as like if you're just out here trying to get after it, like get on Tinder. Yeah. And you and you you, you could even like there. meet people like to be friendly with or whatever or like Bumble. I think Bumble's classier. I don't know. I can't tell. I've heard of Bumble, or is that the one that's for not for gay people, but where a lot of gay people go? Yeah, I don't know. I'm I don't a, know. I'm in a committed, happy relationship, so I have no idea with you. I mean, I use whatever know. app out here. Give me a Bumble. Give me a Tinder. Just don't give me no plenty of fish. Farmers I only. never did that, and I'm good. Farmersonly.com? Farmersonly, no thanks. I'm saying, man. Which that? I, I've only seen the commercials. Is that where they have the sugar babies? I know they have the sugar babies. I'm saying, I mean, Old Town Road is blowing up, you know what I'm saying? You, you might be able to find something <laughs> to take you down the Old Town Road. Look, I fucking live in Farmers Only, bro. Like, there's <laughs> nothing but cowboys out this bitch. And then, like, you go to the, the bars and... I mean, there's one that I really enjoy. It is a country bar, though, but they give you their 15 minutes of hip-hop every hour. You know, mm. got to keep it balanced. But their 15 minutes of hip-hop is like Cupid's Shuffle, bitch. Oh, I'm wow. just like, good God. But, you know, you go, you drink, you people watch. But these motherfuckers be out there with their hats. And, you know, I learned to two-step. They don't do that in Brooklyn. I'll tell you that right now. Um, and, I mean, it's cute out here. So, yeah, I live in farmer's market, farmer's whatever. Be good. I don't need that one. Skip. Yeah. Yeah. Skip. I don't need that one. That's my backyard. So. (laughs) But yeah, that was my first Tinder experience. I guess I could say, check. I met like a stranger. Yeah. Are you going to, are you going to share the people with your, your Tinder account is so they can find you? Are you just going to, no, God, no. For what? Open the the DMs. (laughs) You know what? You know why? You could just DM me for that player. Like you don't even need to go to my Tinder. Why? <laughs> you, you know why? You, you know why you should give these people your Tinder. See, so you don't end up transitioning like, like this forty-year-old man 
from Michigan who was Oof. suing his parents <laughs> for throwing that away baby. His... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this you man can't even finish it. You can't even finish it. You called me out for laughing. This man, so funny. You can't even this man, it. this man, this forty-year-old man, which there's no problem being forty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This this Nothing guy got a, he he ended up uh, moving in, moving back in with his parents because he uh, got divorced, and probably one of the reasons why he got divorced is because he has a very massive pornography collection. Now, based on he he is suing his parents for eighty-six thousand dollars because they threw that collection away. He's saying that uh, the uh, his collection is worth twenty nine thousand dollars, but I guess he's suing for damages and property value or whatever. Um, but he said he'd been living there for yeah. about ten months, and I guess he came home. He came to his parents' house one day and they threw it away. And according to the dad, um, the dad said, "Believe it or not, one reason for why I destroyed your porn." was for your own mental and emotional health. I would have done the same if I had found a kilo of crack cocaine. Someday I hope you understand. And that's that's kind of saying a lot about, I guess, his family. This is happening in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And for the, Look. For the record, it was his porn, his porn collection was 12 moving boxes full of movies and two boxes Full of sex toys. Moving boxes, not like a little box, like yes. the tall joint. Yes. Yeah. Big and box. See, okay, what gets me are the toys. I can see one thing <laughs> with all the porn itself, right? Like, I'm assuming there's like classic shit in there, one of a kind, originals, DHS. whatever. According to him, this is, yeah, yeah, these are like very, at this point, prestige porn collections. So be it. But the toys? I don't even know if I want to know what that's about. I mean, live your life. Live your life. I'm not judging you, honey. I'm just saying. Um, And I'm not a parent. I can see why they were freaked out. I would say more so by the toys. But that's just a simple conversation. Don't just go ahead and, like, throw people's shit away. That's not your stuff. And that's the thing about boundaries. Whether you're the parent or not. Whether he contributes to the household or not. And I get it. It's probably worse if he doesn't contribute to the household. You're a grown-ass man. You're 40 years old living in my house again for 10 months. I would hope you contributing. Needless to say, that's just personal property. And so that's the part of the story when you read it. It's like, that's not cool. Especially when there's money involved. Because that's, that's, those are collectibles, reportedly. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Like, he can he can put dollar amounts to it. That's not that regular Pornhub shit. You pick your playlist. Like, that's an original classic type shit there that he has. And good on you. Whether you enjoy it, whether you respect it or not, that's his property. And that's a valuable property. So you should respect and be like, look, you can stay here, but your porn got to go. Put that shit in storage. Like, I'm not with and it. He did say I that. don't want that in my house. He did, he yeah, did like, say, you know like, I mean? like, you know, if you, if they had just said, like, hey, this makes us uncomfortable. Can you put this in a storage right. unit? He he said that he would have done that, but they just threw it away while he was out. That's, I think that's messed up. Yeah. That's really trash. I mean, he probably, um, maybe he wasn't the greatest of roommates. Maybe he wasn't being respectful. Maybe they felt super disrespected. They could be like a super holy household, which is fine, especially that big your house. But I feel like when you welcome somebody into your home, you should respect them, respect their boundaries, respect their privacy and their items. That person should also respect you in return. 
Um, and you guys should have that common courtesy more than anything. Have the common courtesy. Because when you don't have that there, it's, um, that's a recipe for disaster. And look at him now. Lawsuit. Imagínate eso, like, me suing my parents, and then on top of that, for porn? Stop. I mean, at, that's, that's embarrassing. At some point, we we kind of got to get over this whole porn thing, like porn and sex as a country. Like people are out here having sex, Dennis. Yeah. Like it, it is what it is. Like the, the y'all are y'all are. Mom, people. dad, you had sex and made me exactly. So if you're that yeah. uncomfortable, like 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 they said, just put the stuff in a storage unit. But to treat his personal property like. It's and, and then they compare it to crack cocaine or whatever. It's like that's yeah. that that is illegal. That is an illegal drug. What he had he, is illegal. <laughs> Look, he was super addicted. Um, well, I mean, maybe he likes what he likes. My thing is, he likes what he likes, and it wasn't. I'm assuming, and maybe I I don't know. Like, was it on display? Did he have like a whole fucking trophy case of this bitch with all his yeah, toys on there for everybody to see? I would think that comes over the house. That would, that would be an issue for me. Like if someone moved in with me and they had like a sex doll or something like that, keep that shit in the room. I don't want to see it and I don't want to hear about it. Keep it in your room. But if it's like if it's not on display, if it's not out like that, like bro, just let him let him, let him go off. Like get your get your issue off in the in the back room. Like I, I don't got no problem with that. Just don't be, just don't disrespect, yeah. don't disrespect the house. That's it. It's pretty simple, but Period. honestly, I hope he, he gets all his money back. Cause I mean, that's, that's pretty disrespectful. Honestly, his parents are kind of lame for that. Like don't, don't, don't throw away other people's yeah, stuff. Yeah. They're assholes for that. Yeah. They're assholes for that. And then, you know what else it is too, not to talk on the subject for too long, but I'm going to assume they were probably embarrassed in the first place. You know what I mean? Like, they probably don't, uh, you know, appreciate those kind of items or whatever. And that's fine. But now everybody knows what you did. Everybody knows what was in your house. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody knows what your son had in your house or what he played with. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the dollar amount attached to it. And now everybody knows that your own damn son is suing you. For a hefty amount of money. I'd honestly like to talk to his ex-wife to see if he had all that stuff while they were married. <laughs> or is, is this like a lifelong collection? I, I wonder. I, in my head, it was a lifelong collection, but you're right. Maybe it wasn't. And, you know, maybe love, maybe that was part of the issue. Maybe he got super obsessed with that shit, and that's why they divorced. And that's why his parents are, are comparing it to crack cocaine. Maybe. I mean, that's still a bit extreme, but like they're from Michigan. I feel like that's that's all they see. I don't know. It's a possibility. So we're we're gonna pray for him and and you know pray for his family and keep him keep him in our thoughts. You know what I'm saying? But at, you know, I'm not. You're, <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, not. One, well, one thing that uh, <laughs> that would kind of go with the story. Um, at some point, L was in the group chat telling us what a, what a DP was. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was guessing. You such a punk bitch. That was from our conversation. Like, it was pretty, it was. You guys were all hype and mentioned a DP. And then, uh, Breeze was all, you don't even know what a DP is, do you, L? And I said, no, because I don't. We were pretty, and then you we guys were pretty were disgusting. Making fun we of me. Were pretty and disgusting. I, I was guessing. To, when you were explaining to us what a DP was. Should we share that? I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying. My first guess was a, my first guess was a dark penis. Oh my gosh. And 
<laughs> yeah, I said no. And ain't nothing wrong with that. My, vir- my, vir- right. my virgin ears burning right now. <laughs> what was my other guesses? Because Courtney was helping me. <laughs> Courtney wasn't on this too? What were my other guesses? You know what? Courtney you know what? Was, of course. That's my best friend. Courtney's banned from the podcast for a while. What you think? She's, she's banned from the podcast. What did I say? What, like... Oh, there was a few that we didn't share, like a deep, you know what, uh, pee, a putty. I don't like the pee word unless I'm mad. Yeah, you um, and Courtney are foul. Y'all are foul for talking about, for bringing, <laughs> for bringing DPs into our group chat. You started it. I'm trying to go back to what my guesses were. It also was not sober. Oh, of, mm. of course not. What did I say? Just say it. I don't. I don't speak those words. I'm. I am godly. I'm holy. Oh, double penetration. Jesus. Double plow. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I need some holy water. I need some holy water. Amen. Oh, you might need to to change change Mm-mm. your filters on uh, Tinder if you can add that. On you that. guys still haven't even. Told me. But you guys haven't even told me. That's the messed up part. Any, I mean, I suppose I could Google. Any, any well, any well. Moving on from this filth. Let's go to something a little bit more wholesome. Uh, Beyonce released a documentary on Netflix. Oh, I'm so mad at that transition. <laughs> That's the only way I can get out of the out of the gutter. That you oh my gosh! Wait, 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 wait! We gotta. I love you, Queen. We're gonna go back real quick. Urban Dictionary says DP or short for dynamic programming. Oh. Parentheses not to be confused with double penetration, bitch. See, that's one so of them. So you're into dynamic programming. That's what you like. So, fellas. No, no, so no, no, fellas, no, no. That's what you guys mentioned. If you're into dynamic programming. Oh, domestic partnership. Oh, okay. <laughs> Even better. Slide in the DMs yeah, if you're a dynamic programmer. <laughs> 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 She's looking for that yeah, DP. Yeah, yeah. How much money they make? How much money they make? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, shit. This has gone off the rails. Y'all so messy. Oh, I'm mad that you're flipping it on me like it was me. I'm just playing the game. I'm just trying to figure out what y'all was talking you was about. One, you was the one out here looking for the DP, not me. Anyway, Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Beyonce dropped. Was I? Beyonce. <laughs> dropped a documentary on Netflix <laughs> from her uh, Baychella performance uh, or Coach well, Baychella performance from last year. Baychella. Yeah, apparently the uh, the stage that they use, the uh, the bleachers, it's still on display out there. Like they haven't taken it down. It's like uh, I know that's fucking right. Mon- that's a staple, a monument sort of things. Yes. That's, that's pretty cool. Oh my gosh! Imagine do people can people take pictures? Oh, that shit got to stay packed. I don't think so. I mean, I don't think That'd they, they probably cool. can't get on. I know. Why not? That's what I would want to do. Did you have any... Uh, Look, but I live my life. Oh, my gosh. First of all, did you cry? Because I cried. Did you cry, friend? I did not. No. no. Just me. I know. I know. I know there's other people who cry with me, and that's all right. I was just so overwhelmed. It was just so perfect because she's perfect. And what I really loved was... um the behind the scenes, because like that's my first time seeing it, you know what I mean? But to see all the work that goes into it, Beyonce being 218 pounds, when, ever, I get it, she had twins, but still. I mean, you know? 
the whole no carb, no sugar. Everybody was with it until the very last one when she said no alcohol. And then there plenty of you bitches out there was like, nah, I can't. I don't know if I could do that anymore. Yeah, Beyonce, she <laughs> she's a very she's very intense when she wants to to do something. And even she said that 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 meal plan or diet plan that she was on was not mm-hmm. it's not sustainable and it's not healthy and people probably shouldn't do that. But that's that's kind of how pe- people are doing it right yeah, now. That's how people people like her, people like you know Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, um, who else? Just athletes to that that are. It's crazy that I refer to Beyonce as an athlete, even though she has a deal with it. I know. She has a deal with the years, but when you're of that level, you're that focused and trying to be great, like, you know, Serena Williams or Simone Biles, like, you do Mm -hmm. whatever it takes to get to the top. Plus the level of performance. Yeah. That performance is not a normal fucking performance. Like, she's constantly moving. I've seen other artists perform, and then you see them, like, go backstage and they're there with their oxygen um, just because of how much energy that they exude on stage from singing and dancing, but nobody, nobody outperforms Beyonce. Yeah. When it comes to And you didn't you didn't even see her break a sweat damn fucking there. No, she didn't look tired. I'll tell you that. She's like uh Yeah. If you watch uh the NBA, she's almost like Russell Russell Westbrook. Like he you he doesn't ever seem to get tired. Even though he's always playing, he's always going hard. He never really looks like he's never bent over, breathing hard. And Beyonce is kind of the same way. And uh, I remember Triple said that when it comes to uh, live performances, that Beyonce is the standard. She's the bar. Like when it comes to, are you going to put oh, on yeah. a show? Well, the best of the best is Beyonce. That's that's the top. You can only you can only strive to be up there. That's as that's as good as it's going to get at this point. And it's been like that for a good while. Yeah, I mean, when you consider as much like, bitch, I went on the flight of stairs and I got to the top and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, like a little out of breath. You are so washed. Beyonce is going back to back to back. I'm, You're so look, washed. Beyonce's going back to back to back plus singing and you don't even hear her out of breath and her nose. Like, Everything is so... She is spinning and fucking running notes. How? How? Yeah, Magic. And you know it's real. Yeah, you know her mic is on. Yeah, yeah. It's That's not some bullshit like, oh, she's lip singing. Like, nobody can even dare. Especially with like her little monologues in between. You know. You know. She, put in, she puts in a lot of work when it comes to like just every little detail, every song note every transition dance moves costumes the vibes of everything like she has it's, some it's sort of yeah, she has some sort of input and that, and that's what i like about her like that's mm-hmm. kind of how um like kanye west is the same way when it comes to creating music creating art it's the thing where they want their fingerprints on it and at some point we have to well i don't want to say we but people do tend to discredit what beyonce does and all the, the the content she puts out because Beyonce doesn't talk a lot. You know, she doesn't do a lot of interviews. She's mm-hmm. not really. I mean, she's she's yeah. out there on Instagram a little bit, but we don't really know. A, That's we not don't really know Beyonce like right now, like how she's feeling, what she's going through, stuff like that. And if we're, I've thought about this for a few days. If we're being honest about it, Beyonce 
has left some money on the table. I think that's pretty fair to say. And, th- and I don't think that's a bad thing because mm. she is being authentic with the music with like self-titled and Lemonade. She's doing stuff that she wants that feels real. But yeah. um, Ivy Park, yeah. her fragrances. But, but, but we're talking yeah. about like, say, how many commercials have you seen Beyonce in? Like she's not as she hasn't been in a Super Bowl commercial in a long time. She did L'Oreal. Yeah, that was. She did L'Oreal. She hasn't. She hasn't really been out there like that. You know what I'm saying? Like she's not in a lot of commercials. She's not. In, she don't have to be. Well, that's what I'm saying. She's leaving money on the table. Like you don't. You don't think Beyonce yeah. could make another single, ladies? Like a song that's just a big pop song, a big hit pop song. Like Beyonce was on Eminem's song for a feature last year. Like Beyonce was on. Or well, she was on mm-hmm. Eminem and then a Jay Z feature. But she doesn't do a lot of features. She puts out an album every like year or two. But like Beyonce could do a lot of things and make more money if she wanted to, but she doesn't because she wants to be more authentic, more real to herself. Plus, she also has her family. And so that's why that's one of the things I loved about this documentary was like, okay, yes, we got to see behind the scenes, but you got to see how much effort and work she put in. She was a lot more vulnerable. You kind of saw that with the Lemonade film. Um, and you kind of see that if you went on the on the run tour too, if you went to that tour, then you kind of saw a little bit, you know, the behind the scenes and stuff like that, where she was showing you more of the home aspect. It's kind of like a reminder, like, yeah, bitches, I'm, I'm a person. I, I guess I'm Beyonce. And I mean, she didn't say it in those, those words, but it was very humbling for us as fans to see too. Like, yeah, she is a mom. You know, she did have a difficult pregnancy. She did have to lose weight like every other woman out there. She was out here, you know, in the rehearsals when she talked about that's why people don't like to rehearse because it's too humbling for them. People don't like to be humble, basically. You know what I mean? Like, she comes out there and she puts in work. She doesn't do anything half-assed. And when she puts out these gems like this documentary, it's so humbling and it's so refreshing to see. And that's one of the things I took away. Yeah, she seems very authentic. People forget. She's very authentic. She's very yeah. authentic with what she does, and and I, I I can I can appreciate that. You know, I I it is refreshing to see a celebrity that is as big as her, not trying to grab for every little piece of every dollar, every you know feature, every sponsorship. Because she could like, and it's not a thing where she would have to do a lot of work. All she would have to do is just put her name behind. Mm-hmm. But she's not willing to just throw her name behind anything. If she puts her name on it, she cares yeah. about it, and she wants it to be the best. But that also, sorry, no, friend, um, but that also adds more value yeah, it does. to what she does, um, not just for herself because she's doing it authentically, but to you know the producers or the company or whoever she's negotiating with. She doesn't just fucking do anything for anybody else. Like I don't even know if she took this project to anywhere else but Netflix. But, she did. but she, I know Netflix was happy. She took to, it to um, okay. Let's talk yeah, she about took it. it to HBO. Like, well, I don't know if she, I don't mm. know if she took it to HBO, but she probably had all this this documentary in mind, and so she was probably taking meetings with a mm-hmm. lot of other TV uh, producing companies, and HBO was kind of like they were pretty much about to close the deal for it, and then Netflix swooped in. With, Mm-hmm. The massive bag. Look the at massive that. bag. Look at and that. HBO's got to be sick right now Boom. because Game of Thrones is about to be over. So I don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> they could have that Beyonce content. So, I mean, but she signed like a, I think it's like a three or four movie deal. So it's this and then she's got yes. other things coming. So HBO could have had that. 
And now they don't. Because Netflix is like, yeah. you know, we'll take that. And <laughs> so, and, and you know why she could do that? Because she's that bitch. That's why. Because she is that queen. But also because it goes back to what we were just talking about. She doesn't just put her name on anything. She doesn't do just anything. So when she's about to call the deal with HBO, she can have another company come in like Netflix offering 60 mil like it's nothing. And she can take, she knows her worth. Because she doesn't sign on to every little project and put her name behind everything, her value goes up. Uh, plus, obviously, what she does. Nobody else lives like that. Nobody else does what she does. That is true. So, they... I'm pretty sure... No, sorry. I was going to say they only made one of her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure the next one is going to be probably like from the concert. That might be, and that's an easy one because she's she has cameras on her all the time for that. It's probably gonna be part two. And a lot of the visuals that was on the on the run tour, you see a little bit of it in this uh, documentary. So she was out there killing two birds or one stone or multiple birds. Please me, honestly, to not take away too much time from her family. Yeah. God, she's so smart. She's so fucking smart. Balance. So smart. Also. By the time it was done, I was like, man, I wish I went to an HBCU. Like, what the fuck? I'm going to have all my kids. I'm going to live through them whenever I ever have I'm to. very curious to see. They're going. I'm curious to see, like, what the four years, like, four years ago, what was the attendance and, like, you know, people attempting yeah. to get into HBCUs compared to what it is four years from now? Because I feel like the numbers are going to go up just based off of this documentary. Tremendously. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that so amazing yeah. that she was able to do that? Because that's what's happening. And I think that's pretty cool. That's, that's what's happening. Cool. And then to showcase it to the world, because, I mean, I didn't learn about HBCUs until I moved to Florida. That wasn't a topic in New York. Like, I didn't hear about any of that. And I was like, what's the that? And, and that's how I learned. And then I didn't go that route, though. I moved to California, but that's irrelevant. Point of the matter is, I'm like, man, I wish I would have taken a different route. The attendance rate is going to go high. I think so, too. It's going to go high. And I'm so excited that people are going to learn. It was really beautiful. It was really beautiful. Oh, look at me standing still. A bitch was out of breath. I was dancing. I was screaming. I lost my voice. That's why I lost my voice, you smart ass. Because I was watching Beyonce. That's what happened. That's what you're saying. Also, I went out last night, but, you know, she's here and there. Back home already, I see. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, anyways, so today... I can't stand you. I can't stand you. <laughs> so I still don't know what you said. At the, at, the, at the time we were recording this, it is uh, South Breeze's uh, birthday right now. So if you could go, you know, go follow him. Go, you know, sh- shout him out. Give him a happy birthday. Happy birthday to Slide you. Slide in those DMs. Allegedly. I was trying to harass him on all of my social media, and he wasn't having it. So, no, he was not happy with that. <laughs> but I, but I blasted him on my personal one, which he doesn't have Instagram. So, <laughs> yeah, so he can't really do much about that. But <laughs> <laughs> exactly. on the flip, on the flip side, <laughs> three years ago today, uh, Prince died, and crazy. I didn't really realize it until I guess this morning. Um, I'm, I don't know how I feel about kind of se- quote unquote celebrating like the day he died. Like I'm not really, I wasn't really feeling it today. 
Like, yeah. like uh, what's uh, PJ from the Reduce Lunch podcast? He put out a really cool uh, Prince playlist today. Hey, PJ. And I'll, I'm going I'm to tweet that out uh, this week. It's, it's, I mean, it's pretty much the essential Prince songs that you can, you know, listen to and vibe with and all that. And it's, it's really dope. But it's just like, it is kind of weird acknowledging, like, hey, this guy died today, yeah. two years ago. But we do that with everybody. We do that with everybody who dies. I mean, I think it makes more sense. We do it when they die, and then we also do it on their birthdays. Well, I would rather, and I'd rather be their to birthday. To me, I, yeah, I'd much rather celebrate their birthdays. What I noticed today was a lot of people were fake as fuck. When he actually, I mean, I wasn't the biggest Prince fan. I didn't know that much of his music. I liked to see his interviews. I respected him as an artist, no doubt. Uh, and I wasn't happy that he died. You know what I mean? But when he died, oh my gosh, timelines flooded, 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 flooded. Today's his anniversary. Fucking crickets, my dude. Like, people fade. There's a few people that I saw that posted about him. Um, not as much as you would think. So I appreciate that playlist. I'm going to check it out. So I feel like that's respectful and that's what we should be doing. If you're going to acknowledge somebody's anniversary. Yeah, mm-hmm. but even even so, like, say next year, around this time, next year people are going to be talking mm-hmm. about, hey, you know, a year ago today, Nipsey Hussle died, right? And that's yeah. that's only going to bring up the the horrible way that he died. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's, let's yeah. celebrate him on his birthday, like, the celebration of his life and all that. And, and I get it. I, I'm not saying that you know, you shouldn't acknowledge the, the day someone passed away, but it, it just kind of feels like it's going to bring up, it can, it, it can bring up negative, negative vibes, I guess. I, it, just, it just felt a little weird to me this morning. And, and maybe I, I've never, I don't think I've ever felt that way before, because like you said, you know, they do it for Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston. They always acknowledge the day that the great, they did it for Luther Vandross, I believe, a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. They acknowledge people on the day that they passed away, but it's just when when people die, kind of like how like Prince died of a you know drug overdose. Mac Miller the same way, you know Nipsey also got shot down in the streets. It's kind of like it's kind of a bummer, but I, yeah, I it. it's 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 just tough. Yeah, because some of those you're like, dang, like that's a death that didn't need to happen. Yeah. So when you remember how it actually happened, you just that's how I, when things like that happen, you know, personally, that's what I think about. It's like, fuck, like, what, what could I have done or whatever the case be? I mean, just got to remember it's when it's somebody's time, it's their time. I'm a personal believer that how you go out or how we go out, because we're all going to go out, right? I just, you know, not to get too spiritual, but you go out the way that you're supposed to intentionally because it's a lesson for the people around you. So, or, or something like it's something positive. You can take away something positive from a death and how somebody gets taken away, even if it's like, you know, like the dreaded cancer, the C word, you know, maybe it's like, oh, if, if I would have checked a little bit sooner or whatever the case is, um, you know, and like there, there's ways that you can find the lesson out of a death as horrible as it is mm-hmm. and use that, motivate yourself with that and then celebrate the positive that could come from it. Uh, that's how I look at it. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. Because I know, like, if if I was related to Nipsey Hussle, I would not want to, or even Prince, I would not want to remember his death day as, or the day that he passed as, like, a bad day. I would kind of want that to be a happy day. 
a, a day of positivity and, yeah. and, and celebrating your life. And I understand that, but I guess it's just this morning. I just, I just felt that way. Um, but if you, and that, maybe you're still mourning, friend, and that's okay. <laughs> it's a possibility. That is okay. You how you just you know what I mean? Like you didn't really acknowledge all your feelings last year and or well, three years ago. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like you haven't you haven't uh what's the accepted? Maybe I need to take a I need maybe to, that's I need to take a is. long walk. Just be alone with my thoughts and just you do process everything. Maybe light a candle. Yeah. Five is light a candle. Maybe. maybe yeah. That's a possibility. But mm. if, if if you want to kind of uh, celebrate Prince's life and kind of get a real picture of what he was and who he was as a as a performer, go to YouTube and type in Prince Rock and Roll Hall of Fame performance. That is arguably the most swagged out performance I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen a group of professional performers just get sunned in public like that. Like. Prince was the smallest person on that stage in stature, but when it came to getting on that guitar, everybody was the mm. size of ants. Like he was just godlike on that stage, and everybody was just like, "Man, we can't do shit about this guy. We can't. We can't do anything." <laughs> and you can literally—they could not you, cage you can him. see it on their faces. And Prince knows that he's looking at them like, "I'm going to do this on the guitar. Nobody can do this but me." And I'm going to do it in your face. And you can't do nothing about it because it's awesome. I'm that much more awesome than you. Bitch. Exactly. And that is mm -hmm. and that is why Prince is the GOAT. Like, if we're, if we're talking, like, who's the greatest of all time or who's the best performer ever, I'm going with Prince. No one can do what he does or what he did. Nobody. At the level that he did it. Facts. But... I, yeah, yeah, I've always appreciated the sassiness. Super sassy, super sassy. I that that shit gave me life. Like this, life. this dude, That's what that's what I. This love. guy was out here wearing lip gloss, and you still wouldn't leave your lady around him because you think like, oh man, she's gonna leave me for this for this short <laughs> wearing heels and, and 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 eyeshadow. And he would, he would take your girl yep. looking like that. Yep. And what are you, what are you gonna yep. do about it? You're like fuck. That's that's what it goes to confidence. Like when you have confidence, and you can do shit like that. When you know what you bring to the table, you can do shit like that. Especially as a man. Yeah, it's gonna, yeah, man. It's yeah. it is tough, man. They're they're really he he really wants to look at you, friend. You know Talk it Let's out. Go ahead Talk Let's it out. Move on. Let's Talk move on. Out. I'm not ready to do this. <laughs> I'm not ready to do this, but. What I am ready to do, transition, <laughs> I am ready do it. for this Thursday, this Thursday, Avengers Endgame, 6.30, Friday or Thursday night, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there for the entire three hours and 13 minutes you be there to friend. watch this movie. And I am putting, I am putting out a call to anybody that wants to come and talk about this movie after it comes out. Because we obviously, we, we've talked about Avengers Endgame. For about three, three episodes previously, just talking about the trailers and theories and thoughts and all that stuff, uh, before the movie comes out. So once the movie is out, I would like, if you would like to talk about that movie, DM us, hit us up, and we will do our best to get you on. Cause I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to have the conversation. I think this is going to be a great movie. I think it's going to be a great time. 
I think Marvel is going to do what they do best, and that's tell a great story. So if there's anybody out there that's listening that would like to come on the podcast and talk about it, I'm I'm willing to do it. Come on down. I'm willing to do a three hour podcast talking about it. It don't matter to me. So we can we can do that. Um, also, um, man, my my man Josh, they got my man Josh out the paint on Twitter. Only only one Josh twenty two from uh, you can hear him on the Dirty Bird Nation report. They got him out of the paint on Twitter. I don't know what happened. I don't know what he said. What? But his account is gone. He's just he's just <sighs> like it's almost like Thanos snapped and he was out of here. Man. No, no, no. I don't know how I feel about that because I see so much fucked up shit on my timeline and these motherfuckers still keep their account. And I don't know. I don't really know Josh and what he said or did, but I just feel like there's too much foolishness on my timeline that other people should be kicked off exactly. to. Exactly. So free to homie. Hopefully he, he gets out of Twitter jail or he can, you know, make a new account and get back out of here. Get these tweets off. So. We'll, we'll be praying for him, obviously. So, you know, we appreciate him. So, can he just create a new I account? Think so, but I don't, I don't know. He's, he, he's not out here yet. Do they, they, he's super blocked. They're like, I know your yeah, IP they really, address. They really got him out of the paint. They're like, nope. <laughs> Damn. So, that's, that's pretty much about wow. it. Uh, do you have any, uh, shout outs? Do you, do you want to give out your, your Tinder account or no? <clears throat> Um, definitely do not want to give out my Tinder account, but again, shout out to Courtney for being an amazing best friend. Um, shout out to my sister for always being amazing. Um, and then, you know, they let me stay at their house for free and on my vacation. So love you. And, um, shout out to everybody for rocking with us real quick. I'm just going to do a minor, very minor wine it out since it's been so long. All right, the wine for this week is uh, the brand Woodbridge. You can find that anywhere. It's cheap. Uh, we went with the Riesling, very floral. Uh, you can get that jasmine hint in there. But good God, did it. it does, the description does not say honey, but that is all I taste. So if you're into like the sweeter wines and you want something that's still a little bit um, more bodied, I guess you can say. It's a white wine. I like Riesling. That's not my favorite one, but I can see how other people would really like it, especially with the uh, with that honey. It was just very overwhelming, but I was also doing my hookah, so maybe just mixing, it was too much. I don't, I don't know. All right, my wine itself is gonna be um to people who blame it on alcohol. I'm over that shit. We're over that shit. I know there was a saw. I'm pretty sure we talked about this before. You can't say shit or do shit and then the next day you want to act like oh my gosh what do you mean what did i say no fuck you and your true internal feelings and the bullshit you were spitting out i don't appreciate it i don't appreciate it i would much rather you man up or woman up or they're up (laughs) if you don't have a gender that's fine but Say what's really on your mind. Be real about it. Don't go out there being fake and then try to flip the story on other people because you can't own up to the fact that you say some stupid shit when you're drunk or you do some stupid shit when you're drunk. And ironic, I'm mentioning that in a wine it out and I'm over here giving you a wine to drink and I'm sipping right now myself. But that doesn't alleviate from you being an ugly person. So if you're an ugly person, drunk or sober or in between, 
own it when you get called out, is all I'm saying. And if you really want to be a true friend to somebody, talk that shit out. Really talk it out and acknowledge your faults. Don't go around playing the victim suddenly and having shit flipped around you. Because I can't. I just can't. I don't have patience. I be blocking bitches so quick. Block. That's what I got you guys. Cheers. All righty. And that segment was brought to you by... <laughs> that segment was brought to you by a, a large bottle of wine. So we appreciate that. And once again, <laughs> shout out to the uh, the Kids Wear Crowns. We're on their podcast collective. You can check out Two Dope Smarts there. Uh, there is the Reduce Lunch podcast. You can check out Interstellar, the D, Dirty Bird Edge Report. Uh, check out uh, Trill T, Drink Trill T on Twitter. Um, I started a blog. Uh, I'm, I can't think of the name of it. You sure did, yeah, friend. It's, it's in my bio on Twitter, so you can just click that and it'll take you there. I got some stuff on uh, Kim Kardashian, uh, Me Too, and Magic Johnson, I think. So, I don't know. I have to look at it again, but check that out if you want to. Um, hmm. Great review. Oh, your Me Too take was way different and than I thought it was going to be. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to just, you know... So you guys definitely go check out his Twitter. <laughs> go ahead and check out that blog because I was like, "What in the fuck?" Uh, very great read, really entertaining. I mean, if you know him, if you listen enough, then you you get it, you get it. So definitely check it out. Great read for sure. I appreciate that. So check us out. We'll be back uh, next Monday. Peace. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Ryan McLaughlin from Don't Call This a Podcast, here to thank you for rocking with the thekidswearcrowns.com and our podcast collective. If you're liking what you hear, do us a favor and check out the website, thekidswearcrowns.com. We've got a plethora of content for you, articles, TV and movie reviews, playlists, and a collective of podcasts, which includes Don't Call This a Podcast, Sturdy Show Presents the Barbershop Podcast, Two Dope Smarks, The Committee Podcast, Pretty Petty Politics, and We Bring in Love Back. We've also got a brand new webcast called Politics as Usual, hosted by Ron and AJ. So be sure to go to thekidswearcrowns.com, subscribe if you like what you see, and follow us on Twitter at the KWC blog.